Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in again to Hair Loss Restore Roots and Confidence. Today, we are really tackling a major issue. Are you lacking this vitamin? The shocking connection to hair loss vitamin deficiency. We're going to share a personal story with you today of an amazing guest of ours and her journey and how her vitamin deficiency has caused tremendous hair loss in her life, not just of late, but also when she was as young as 22, 23 years old. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Navigating the complexities of hair growth and loss can be both concerning and deeply personal. So what steps should you take? Millions are affected by hair and scalp changes every day. In a society where our appearance can make or break even one day, where should you turn for informative, honest, science-based information? Kimberly Vaughn's goal for this podcast is to offer informative content with the help of subject matter experts, along with individuals just like you. Thank you so much for joining Hair Loss, Restore Your Roots and Confidence. Today, we're talking about vitamin deficiencies and what is going on inside the body that affects the hair so much when our vitamins are deficient. And which vitamins are they that we need to really focus on and make sure that we are keeping those vitamins at a high level and optimal levels for hair growth? So without further ado, though, I want to introduce you to our guest today. Our guest is Brianna Feldpausch. She is an RN. She's also the practice development manager with Alma Lasers, which is a worldwide laser company. But more importantly, the reason that she's here with us today is that she is the winner of the NCP Bikini Novice Championship in 2023. And that particular competition uh, was held in Nashville, Tennessee, luckily for us, because that's where we're located. Um, and, you know, luckily, to our credit and to Brianna's, she was able to find HBI Hair Partners when she started having issues with her telogen effluvium or her aggressive shedding that started to happen Probably what we don't realize is that I'm sure it happened during her training, but she didn't reap the sad results of that until post-training. And so what's going to happen today, Brianna's going to tell you a little bit about her story, her interest and her motivation behind getting involved in this extreme competition In addition to what happened to her body as she went through this competition, her diet, her training, and then we'll dive into those vitamins and minerals that perhaps she was lacking during her training during this intense competition. So welcome, Brianna. Thank you so much for being on our uh, podcast today. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Um, yes. So my name's Brianna. I'm a registered nurse. And as she had said, I work with all my lasers. Um, aside from that, my hobbies outside of work, I really enjoy uh, strength training and bodybuilding. And I think I started bodybuilding when I was 20 or maybe, maybe even a little bit younger. I might have been 19 when I started. Um, when I first started, I didn't really know what I was doing, but when you really fall in love with it, you start to, you know, want to get serious about it and you want to look like, 
cut and ripped like you see in the photos and all that stuff. And it sounds like it's so cool. Um, so I really had a motivation. I've thought about it for a while, um, competing. And I think, you know, this year I was 29 and I was like, well, I'm not getting any younger and let's just do it. Why not do it now? So I hired a coach in February of this year and we did a six month long, uh, prep process. The beginning of it was really just kind of a maintenance, uh, phase getting me to my maintenance level of calories. And I was working out quite a bit still, but I've always worked out probably five to six days a week. Um, however, the cardio is a little bit higher than my typical training. And then as we progress closer to the competition, um, about 16 weeks out, you really start aggressive training. So, um, your diet changes quite a bit. Your carbs are going to be going lower every week as you get closer to the competition. And the, the peak week is what they call it. That's a week before uh, you go on stage and that's your lowest um, calorie intake and your highest cardio and um, exercise and then super high water intake. So, you know, I was new to all this. I didn't really research a whole lot about what the process was or how it affects the body before I did it. I just thought, you know, I had a lot of trust in my coach and my coaches are really good, but um, there are side effects that come with this sport because it is an extreme sport. Um, but I was able to get on stage and I uh, got first place in two classes. So it did really well. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of mental aspect to this as well. Um, I feel like I'm kind of speaking lightly of it, but you are going through a very high stress time for, I did it for six months, but for 16 weeks, especially like there's, there's nothing like it. Like you, the mental challenge that it takes to stick to the plan and, you know, not eat anything outside the plan, make sure you do your two hours of cardio. It puts you in a different mental state for sure. And I think that definitely affects stress levels. And I think my stress levels were probably a lot higher than I realized. Um, I think I'm superwoman sometimes. I actually had two jobs while I was doing prep. Um, I had a side, a vending machine business that I was running. And then I was working for Alma full time. So my body was under extreme stress during this time. And I think that's kind of what we've seen. And, you know, thankfully I found HPI, but um, started to notice quite a bit of shedding um, probably like a month or so after I got off the, out of the competition. Um, I could just tell up here my hair was feeling very thin. And I've had some telogen effluvium in the past. And so I knew, you know, I knew what it was. And it just got a lot thinner. And every time I would take a shower, I just noticed more and more hair coming out. Um, which is terrifying and it's, I don't wish that on anyone, but, um, thankfully there's ways to combat that and prevent those things from happening. Yes. Well, and wow. I mean, Brianna, it's amazing. I think, um, you just shared information with me that I wasn't aware of that I didn't know you still had your second kind of moonlight job and yeah. still trying to train. And so you were in the gym. How many hours a week? Um, let's see. So I was doing cardio six days a week for two hours a day. So 12 hours there. And then I was doing weight training for about an hour, five days a week. So 18 hours, typically. It was like a part-time job. <laughs> oh, for sure. That you're yeah. so committed to, though. Um, and I'm sure, you know, those that are listening, whether you're ready to start training for uh, a 5K, 
a half marathon, right? A full marathon, an iron woman. I mean, a bikini competition, whatever it is, you really have to get yourself in the mental state, right? That this is something that you're willing to do and you're going to hit bumps in the road. Yeah, it is. When we do this, though, we don't realize how the mental drain is affecting our entire body and our mental state. And so as you touched on, you know, this was your 29 and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I better get on this. And yeah, (laughs) what the ages are. I mean, what what is the typical age for someone that's training for this type of competition? So believe it or not, we had girls from 18 to, I think, about 70 years old and doing it. Seven zero? 70. We had a lady that was in her 70s um, that has been doing it for years, years and years. So, yeah. And, you know, as you said, with the mental part, I don't think I realized how much it was affecting me. But I do know that my anxiety was higher. I've always kind of struggled with anxiety, but my anxiety was higher than it had ever been. And it was just to the point where it was just uncontrollable. Um, towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, well, and for the listener and for the viewer, I mean, you're going to see some photos of Brianna and we're going to make sure that you can see her professional views. If you're on a podcast and you're not able to watch this, you'll see, you know, who she is in her professional life, but then also, um, her, you know, her competition photos of when she was able to win. You won in two competitions, I think, for, uh, novice for 2023 and for what was the other one, Brianna? Uh, true novice and novice, and then I placed fourth and open. Right. Which is just phenomenal for your first time. Yes. So before we dive in a little bit more, I have to ask this. Do you think you're going to do this again? I don't know. I'm on the fence. I, part of me wants to, and part of me doesn't because of the, the hair loss situation. But I think if we were to go back and do things differently and prepare and prevent, there might be a different outcome. Oh, I couldn't have said that better myself. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about this before. So that's great. Um, okay. So let's go back to the beginning. So. I want, I picked up on three things that I wanted the listener to understand. So you mentioned later in your description that you were familiar with telogen effluvium. Yes. Aggressive, chronic, or uh, acute hair loss. Why? Um, I went through some major life changes. I moved states, got a new job. Um, I also had hair extensions. And I noticed hair thinning from all of that. And it was recovering. And then kind of backtracked once I started competing and did the competition. So we kind of reversed a little. Okay. So during those stressful lifetimes earlier, um, when you were younger and you made these changes, you went through this, this aggressive shedding at that time. So. Right. Particular time, right. Your body wasn't under the stress that it was during the competition. So. Right. Uh, you talk a little bit about, you know, the, the nature of, of the podcast and we're diving into these vitamins. So tell me about the, the diet. So I know that you were on this intense training of three hours of workout almost daily, right? Two hours of cardio and right. an hour of weight training. What was your diet like? Let us get, tell us. I mean, what were you eating in the morning? What were you having at lunch? You know, dinner. And then I know this. So. <laughs> Right. 
because you want to keep your body healthy. Right. And that all kind of changed as we went. It started out, I think everything was at a really healthy level. I was eating, you know, rice and salmon and chicken, lots of vegetables. Uh, breakfast was always oatmeal, fruit, uh, eggs. And then I had, I think it was turkey bacon. Um, and then it's once I got into prep and closer to peak week, it was a lot less carbs. So it would be, you know, just oats in the morning and no other carbs that day besides having some vegetables, which is very low. Um, peak week, it was literally asparagus and chicken six times a day. Now I had six meals the entire time that I did this. Um, but the meals were smaller and smaller as we went. And I didn't, I never, he never told me the calorie amount that I was eating, but I did add it up one time just because I was, because I was curious. Um, and closer to peak week, I was eating around a thousand calories, maybe a little bit less. So quite very, very low for me. Yes. So the one thing I think that's important again is because, you know, some of our listeners are, are here listening just because they are having hair loss and they've heard, I'm sure, um, through Google or through wherever about what's going on with their vitamins and the importance of their vitamins and their minerals. But on a normal day for you prior to your competition, what was your average weight? Um, so yeah, but so before all of this, my average weight is 136. Um, I am five, five. And then when you started going through or getting really close to the competition and you talked about that peak week, which was a week before the competition, what was your weight at that point? So on show day, I was 119. I went, we actually did a fat measurement test. I went from 17% to 13% body fat in the, the 16 weeks of prep. And so with doing that and changing this diet, even though, right, I mean, you were eating multiple times a day, you, your body still couldn't keep up with making sure that the nourishment and the vitamin stabilization was truly supporting you the way you needed to. Um, and so right. individuals go through any form of uh, dieting, whether it's, uh, keto diets, whether it's low carbs, whether it is all protein diets, right? I mean, our body is going through a shock. And no matter what happens, we don't balance it as well as we think we do. And we also don't always know exactly what our body needs. And with the stress that you were under and the anxiety that you were under, that also just depletes these vitamins and these minerals that we need for our healthy hair growth. Right. And so even right. though it, it was like you were, you were going upside down on both. And so there was no way to stabilize what was happening. Um, right. Prius, prior to the training and prior to hiring your coach, had you, had you just had a recent physical or had you had labs drawn or did you know what any yeah. of your iron levels, your vitamin D levels, any of those, those vitamins, what those levels were? So not right before, um, if I do compete again, I do plan to do blood work prior. Um, but in the past year I have done blood work and all of my levels were pretty normal. Um, everything was within the normal range. Um, one thing that I do remember is that I have a gene mutation. It's MTHFR, I think. Yes, MTHFR. Yeah. So I was learning about this. Actually, I was listening to a podcast the other day and 
uh, Gary Brecco was talking about this. So I, I learned quite a bit, but I didn't realize that my body does not absorb folic acid um, from foods like the enriched foods that we have. So many things in America are enriched and my body can't absorb that. So it doesn't really have anywhere to go. And without my body absorbing, absorbing folate or vitamin B, um, I think it can cause a lot of anxiety for one. And it can also really affect hair and mental health. Completely. Um, yes. And so there are a lot of, uh, discussion points, if you will, across the medical community. And there have been for about 25 years regarding the effects of folate and MTHFR mutation, which truly just simply is that one of your amino acid strings. And when we think of amino acids, we think of when we were little children, right? And we made the garland for the Christmas tree out of construction mm-hmm. paper. And we put the little circles together, right? Yes. We think of this chain of 20 amino acids, right? If one breaks, then the integrity is completely gone. Right. That's what happens with our amino acids. And so when folate is lacking and we're not substantiating and building up that folate, it really kind of derails everything that we're doing. Right. We have no stabilization anymore. Yeah. Amino acids build protein and then there build cells. And hence, that's the way that our hair grows and what our hair is comprised of. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's so important. Um, the other areas where we see issues with vitamin deficiency with hair growth is within our iron and also our ferritin. And what people don't realize is many times we think of iron and ferritin as the same, and they're not. Ferritin is actually how the body processes and stores the iron. So therefore, if we're getting a lot of iron and if you're eating iron-rich foods, which I'm sure you were during this entire training process, if your vitamin C levels are off or if other minerals are slightly out of balance and as well as this folate, uh-huh. it is not storing this iron. And so therefore your ferritin levels really are on a roller coaster ride. And so there's no way to balance out that stability getting you to that optimal iron and ferritin level. Right. That's one of the misconceptions. Um, so I do have a question. So whenever you recommend vitamins to someone, do you recommend everyone take a multivitamin or should people take something specific that they need, um, that they're not getting in their diet or should they do both? Oh, that's a great question. So first off, you know, our, the reason that HPI is different is because we're a team of clinical trichologists. So all we do six days a week is support and help individuals that are going through hair loss or scalp disease. So the only way that we can understand what is truly going on out of the 18 documented causes of hair loss, right, is to get to the root of the problem. And yes, that is our tagline, but we mean it. I mean, we are very intentional um, about what we do. And so we have to start with those tests. So the reason I mentioned to you earlier about the lab test was that we need to understand if your levels are fine within normal, right, of what the lab says is normal, does that mean they're truly optimal for hair growth, right? So we look at that first. 
Then we break it down to the epigenetic level. So is there an issue with your diet? Are you having an issue with your gut? or the environment? Are you living in an area where there's toxic metals or um, different forms of pesticides and viruses that are lingering in your home somewhere? So right. the second test is the epigenetic, which helps us determine deficiencies. Then the third test is if we know that there is an individual that is truly a classic kind of male or female pattern hair loss, which is a very slow form of hair loss, right? It's not this acute hair loss that you experienced with your telogen effluvium during your competition. So then we also have a DNA trico test. So all of that to be said, I think it's extremely important if you are shedding and if you're starting to lose your hair, you want to make sure that you understand where some of these levels are. You can start by grabbing a hair and skin vitamin or a multivitamin, right? Making sure that it is truly a vitamin that is of high quality. You know, this is, I'm going to shout out to Pure Encapsulations only just because that's what we used for the last five years because we feel that the formulation is good. The other reason we like it is for clients like yourself, when you're having an aggressive shed, we can start you on liquid vitamin supplementation instead of an actual tablet or pill form because we find that that gets into your bloodstream faster. Okay. If you're starting to notice hair loss or you're seeing more hair in your comb in the shower, definitely starting with a high quality multivitamin is great. However, if you continue to see this hair loss, then we definitely recommend that you go in and have a hair specialist run some more tests because we do like to compartmentalize our vitamins and then our minerals, right? Because right. Very different. And amino acids for trainers or for anyone that is doing a lot of workouts or lifting a lot of weight or doing a lot of weight training, amino acids are so important. Right. So that's one of the keys. If you would have probably been on a really good amino acid regimen, you very well might not have felt that fatigue that you had getting closer to the competition and the stress. Right. Imagine. I mean, there's there's no way that I can fathom what was going through your mind. Um, yeah. You know. And then you get so tired that you forget to take your vitamins. And then next thing you know, you've kind of just gotten out of the habit. And I think that happened to me as well. And um, like I said, if I was to do this over, I would definitely do things differently. So at least I'm prepared next time if I do it. That's good. Well, and you know, I, you have so much to offer for the audience. What I would love to do is I know you're getting involved in some of your treatment and we've really ramped up. We've been aggressive with some IV therapy, um, also with scalp stimulation with some TED, which is absolutely, you know, happens to be an all my laser device, but right. is working extremely well for you. So if you're okay with it and you have the time, I would love to have you back maybe in four weeks or so, so that we could truly let the um, the listener know how things are going with your treatment. And maybe we could even grab a couple of clips of your treatment so that they can see some of the video of as you're having your IVs or as you're having your TED. Yeah, 
I would love that. Um, I think that's a great idea. And I've already seen some positive uh, results from what we've done. So I'm really excited to see what it looks like in a month. That's great. Well, thank you, Brianna, so much for coming on. I know I don't want to keep you any longer because it sounds like you've got a lot going on with you. <laughs> and so we're just blessed to have you on that on the show. And we're just so thankful that we've gotten to know you and, and can share your story because I think it can be very, very helpful for those who are wondering what to do next about their vitamin deficiencies or even if they have those. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. I learned from you today as well. So thank you. Oh, well, you're, you're so welcome. And listeners, don't forget all you need to do is just jump on our show notes. You'll be able to see a breakdown of the topics in this, uh, in our podcast today. Also, you'll be able to see lovely Brianna in her photos, as well as we'll be able to come back to you hopefully in four weeks with even better news and great news. So as always, make it a great hair day and thank you for being here. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the world of hair care and restoration. If you found this episode enlightening, don't forget to drop us a review over on Apple Podcasts. If you're eager to delve deeper into how HPI hair partners can cater to your hair needs, why wait? Connect with us today at hpihairpartners.com and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Tune in every week for fresh and enlightening updates. Until then, here's to healthier hair and boosted confidence.